Joke is over. Baylor men's basketball is winning the national championship next season. You are Locked On Baylor, your daily podcast on the Baylor Bears, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Wow. Happy Thursday, everybody. Welcome to Locked On Baylor. I am happy and I know it. Clap my hands from Sports Illustrated's Inside the Bears. That is Brandon McKinnon from Our Daily Bears, despite what his name tag says. Mm. Thank you for making Locked On Baylor your first listen every single day. And thank you, Eves Missy. Or, mm. or as Evan Bear said, because this is an Evan Bear show, mm-hmm. Eves mm-hmm. Makesy. Mm. Get it? Doesn't miss shots, makes shots. Yep. He has reclassified. Young yes. guy still. Young guy. But he has foregone his senior year of high school to enter the NCAA and play for your fighting Baylor Bears. Brandon, this could be it. All of our prayers could be answered. Or, uh, or. it also could not be it. Law of averages. Yes, we're back. And it's this is a psychology podcast. This is locked on your medulla oblongata. Thank you for making it your first listen every day. I call a heel. Um, so I know what all of you are thinking. Why would Eve's Missy miss his senior prom? Why would he do it? Why? I can't imagine prolific prep has that great of a senior prom. And because of that, I got Eve's invited Missy. this year. By Eve's Missy. By who? I can't for legal reasons. I can't say who invited me to their junior prom. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's obviously huge news, but I mean, I don't, I I'm very excited. Look, I'm ready to turn over a new leaf. I'm ready to be positive again. I'm ready. I'm primed. It's a huge, huge get a ton of raw talent, a ton of upside, a very, very low, or excuse me, a very high floor. So does not, there's not going to be like a ton of, no 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 moments it's more no 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 yes that was nice um just super athletic kid but he i mean he's he didn't hit the national recruiting scene until 18 months ago like he still is a a young kid and um but he's gonna be good he is gonna be good and he's another scholarship player so that brings that number up which is something we were concerned with so yeah i mean I'm, i'm overall really excited i just i don't I'm entering into it with tempered expectations of I think he I, I still think most of the minutes at the five are Jonathan Chamuchachua and Josh Ojinwuna next year. I just do. And I think that's okay, but I don't know that Eves is gonna give us twenty a game. Eves. Here's the weird part about our friend Eves Missy who's coming to Baylor. Number three overall, number two center overall in his class per ESPN, class of twenty twenty four. So he's a top five center. In mm-hmm. in this next class, no matter what, even if he re- yeah. as he has reclassified to twenty three, uh, Jacoby Walter, number two shooting guard, Miro Little is an ESPN top one hundred player, one of the best point guards. So Baylor's getting really good players at three dynamic positions going into next season. He'll be on the floor, yeah. really young, yeah. And I like that you mentioned Jonathan Chamochachua already going to play center for the Bears. Josh Oshinwuna will already have time at center for the Bears, um, and now. Eve's Missy comes in. He's not the Jalen Bridges type that you lost. He's not like your Adam Flagler dead eye or LJ Cryer dead eye that you lost. TBD Jalen Bridges, but right. Good yes. Point. True. 
this is a piece where it's like, yes, this is really good. But I was truly being hyperbolic in saying that all is figured out. And now Baylor is going to win a national championship. That, that, that is, that's it certainly inflated. I don't know. This is good. This is a good thing, but Brandon, let's go a little deeper. I mean, this, this isn't the piece that makes Baylor final four caliber, especially with as many scholarship Mm -hmm. spots that are still open. I mean, Jaden Nunn is going to be, is going to be a good addition. I, Oh, can I hand up here? Yeah. Jaden Nunn to me is a much bigger piece than Eves Missy going into next season for next year. Yes. Eves Missy is going to get more hype. Jaden Nunn is a much more key piece to this team. For sure. I mean, Eves is going like Eves Eves. is going to be a a depth piece for sure. And I think that's unless unless he blows all of us out of the water and it's like, oh, my goodness, looks incredible. Huge offseason. But when have we ever played three centers? We tried. <laughs> yeah. Yes. No, but but I'm I'm just saying, like, I, I just I think that Eve's reclassifying is much more of a testament to I think I can come to Waco and develop more in the 2023-2024 season than I can dominating the high school circuit. I think I can come and be under a college coach where I want to be, learn from a fellow Cameroonian and Jonathan Chamochachua, Eve's Missy's from the Cameroon, and develop and i think that is going to pay dividends which is why guys like Jaden nunn are a bigger piece and like yes eves missy is a higher rated prospect than mira little but mira little is going to have more of an impact in my opinion on next year's team because of the need at the position um jacoby walter is wasn't mcdonald's all-american he is going to play wherever he goes so the Eves thing is great. It's very good news it's very positive it changes the shift in in the mindset of what this offseason has felt like and been like, but I don't know that this is a, hey, this guy's playing day yeah. one. Uh, I mean, I don't know. That's my opinion. Do you remember a kid named Will Baker? Um, No. Okay. Going to blow your mind. Going to blow everybody's mind right now. I work at Waco Tours. I was given a tour in the last week. Old man named, named Dean, actually. Comes up. Mm. Turns out our friend Dean played in the ABL in Cleveland. Okay. Wild stuff. Like to meet a real life guy who played in the ABL was pretty dope. And he goes, hey, remember Will Baker from Texas? And I was like, yeah. Oddly, I do. Role player at Texas under Shaka Smart. Will Baker. Because he played like 10 minutes a game. Seven foot tall, 245 pounds. Transferred around a couple times. He was at Nevada last year. Now he's going to LSU. I was like, yeah, what about it? He goes, Oh, him and Coach Drew are good friends. I was like, Dean, ABL Dean, gonna have to unpack this one for me. Yeah. And he said, Drew recruited Will Baker out of the portal this offseason. Again, Brandon, you and I didn't hear about this, obviously. I didn't know about this. And then Dean from my Waco tour was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm related to the kid. Scott told him, I want you to come to Baylor. You will have to split time with our other bigs. So sounds like whoever Scott was going to get in this big spot was going to split time with somebody. This isn't like Eves is going to step in and start. Mm-hmm. He's not going to start. He won't be a starting player for Baylor. Great depth piece. But Will Baker, who's now committed to LSU, seven foot tall from Austin, 245 pounds, had the offer, 
could have come and played at Baylor. And Scott basically said, hey, I want to let you know. I'm just going to warn you. If you come here, you're going to have to split time with people. Which is a great, like, that's not a bad thing. Most coaches would be like, start right away. And then it's the a really nice thing to leaves do. Again. Yeah. It is a really kind, not, Dean, Dean was happy with the way that Scott handled that. Yeah. I was like, Dean, brother, I don't know if you know this, but I host a podcast and I'm going to have to say that. Yeah. So my good man, Dean, gave me some insider baseball that Baylor almost got Will Baker from Nevada, transfer, transfer from Nevada. And now he's going to LSU because Scott was like, yeah, you can come here. I, and I wonder how many transfers. Like, we don't have enough room for you, kid, to be the star. And I, and I bet it's a lot. Um mm. But Brandon, I have I, I don't want to close up the Eves Missy book yet. How we we've talked about temper your expectations a little bit because he's not as good as Jaden on, not gonna contribute like Mira Little, Jacoby Walter. Uh, but like let's end on a happy note. Give me why you are truly excited about like what, yeah, what is and, the ceiling then? We've talked we've talked to how there's a high floor. What is the true yeah. ceiling for our friend Eves? Yeah, and I didn't say he's not as good as Jaden Nunn, because I think if you ask any I, college I kind of I said he is going to be better for Baylor next season than Jaden Nunn. He is no, 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 no. You said Jaden Nunn, Nunn yeah. is going to be better for Baylor, a better piece mm -hmm. for Baylor next season, and I stand by that wholeheartedly. Sorry. Yeah, and I don't, I don't think that that is incorrect. But I, you're asking me the ceiling question, which gets to this. So when you watch Eve's Missy tape, or if you watched the Geico Nationals and you watch prolific prep play or anything. The, the number one thing that jumps out to you, in my opinion, is his motor and footwork on the defensive end of the floor. So I'm going to dive down a rabbit hole, and I know we're on 10-minute segments, so I'm going to go over this. But um, when I say motor defensively, what I'm, what I'm talking about is not, oh, he's blocking every shot. Oh, he's getting every rebound. Oh, right. he's guarding on the perimeter. Like He does those things, but what I'm talking about is that he never stops moving the death of a big man on defense is when your feet are in the mud and Eves never does that. He has great footwork. He contests everything. Even if he doesn't get there, he goes after every rebound, even if it's a tip to a guard, like he is so, so active on defense. And I think we could have, we could have used that last year, even though we said he's probably not going to be a huge minutes guy this year, but high, high motor on defense on offense. He runs rim to rim and on fast break. So he's always going to be that guy. It's going to be a lot better around the rim. He gives you a little bit of passing. Um, there were a few possessions where his opponent was in the two, three, and I watched him flash the elbow and he's able to hit cutters, which is great. Cause you can see over those guys. Um, there's a video in the article that I put out. He is a good three point shooter from the corner, apparently. <laughs> um, right. And so I think, I think he has a crazy high ceiling. The comp that I made um, minus the jumpers. Cause that was not with anybody on him. It was in warmups. I think he, his, his NBA comp to me is Robert Williams on the Boston Celtics. You are a big Celtics guy, my friend. I am. I mean, everybody's going to say Joel Embiid or whatever, you know, from the, because he's an African player coming over similar background didn't start playing until he was young, older, blah, blah, blah. But if you look at what he does, I, I don't think he has a shot making ability that Joel even had at Kansas. So I, I definitely think it's rim runner defense. Robert Williams is the best, one of the best um, in the league at that. So speaking yeah. of best built bar is the best way to start your day. You want a good breakfast? You want to go right now and you want to eat breakfast when you listen to this. This show releases at 7 a.m. Central Time every day. So our East Coast friends, it's 8. Our Pacific Time friends, that is 6-ish. Seven, five, five. 
Eat a built bar whenever you watch the show. Gosh dang it. They're so good for you. Have a built bar and have a Miller Lite. I'm not going to stop you. They are 130 calories. They're real life, actual chocolate, real chocolate. They have like 13 grams of protein too. 14 grams of protein, even better. Uh, right now at Walmart, you can get a four bar box. That is four, which is way above average, by the way. At least average. Or a 13 bar box at Sam's Club. You can do it right now. You can get your car. You can go do it. You can just say, like, I'm, I'm done. I'm done not having a Built Bar in my mouth. You go to one of those places and you get a Built Bar. Or you go to Built.com and you order them at Built.com. It's just so freaking easy, man. I don't get it. I don't get how much more. I, like, I don't. What else do I have to say to get you to go do it? And just get a Built Bar. It's good, man. I'm telling you. You're going to like it, man or woman. I shouldn't discriminate. 4% of our listeners are female. Thank you to those who are listening right now. The ladies. Go get a Built Bar, Built.com, Sam's Club, Walmart, all those places. They have Built Bars. Get the coconut almond. It's my favorite. Brandon, top five transfers for Baylor basketball going into next season. This was interesting to me. Have you, you keep up with WFAA, the big news yes. station in Dallas? Mm -hmm. So we have a relationship with WFAA now, and they run Locked On Baylor. Do you know that? I do now. Yeah, uh, me too. I have not. Uh, so we're all we're owned by the same parent company, WFAA, KCEN, Locked On Baylor, all of that. The number one player that Andy Patton, the host of the national show, National College Locked On. These, so this is I'm going to read this off and get your reaction. The number one player that Andy Patton, the host of the National Locked On College Basketball Podcast, says that Baylor should get in the transfer portal. Grant Nelson, North Dakota State, a forward. 18 points, 9.3 yeah. rebounds, six foot ten big man, but he handles the ball, stretches the floor, protects the rim. He is has gotten an a draft of the NBA combine, but would be an outstanding fit. Thoughts on our friend Grant Nelson? I so he entered the portal like two days ago. Yeah. So late portal ad. I quote tweeted his portal announcement and said, you know, it's really easy going to another school. that's also green and gold. I think it's a perfect fit. Um, you would say North, North Dakota, they're green and gold, right? North Dakota yeah, state. Yeah. Would you say like North Dakota state's a good school, like a good place for people to be? I would, I think North Dakota is a nice little state. Like, isn't yeah. it weird that anyone would want to leave Fargo, North Dakota? Why would you want to transfer out of North Dakota state? Because the only place better than Fargo, North Dakota is Waco, Texas. Barely too, by the way. Just yeah. just a little. It's unintended. Bare, barely. Uh -huh. Um, no, I think he'd be a great fit. I mean, it's impossible to watch his tape and be like, I don't want that. I think the you know, if you're gonna talk about a big that oh dude, this is horrifying. There's a spider on my wall. All right, sweet. Um, I really hate spiders. Uh wow. I'm gonna so I'm gonna stand up and get this live live action spider get sorry to YouTube but I'm gonna continue my thought on Grant. Um, yeah, I mean when you look at his tape, it's impossible to be like, oh, I don't want this guy, or you know, compare him to other kind of bigs that handle the ball and think that he's not going to give you the same things uh, defensively because yeah. he actually has you know he's a, a really high level athlete for a guy that size. So yes, I think that would be a great fit and would fill a need. And I Number apologize for the, the spider interruption. That was awesome. I liked that. Number two, Musa Cisse. Center, Dude, okay. okay. Oklahoma State. Probably not happening with Eves what? coming in. But Musa Cisse is a Dude, stud. can you imagine 
Baylor just completely flips the script for the national championship year. Yeah. Just screw the guard play. I want yeah. five centers on the floor at yeah. once. No, Musa Musa is the real deal, but I don't think that's happening. Nor do I think it would be a good fit. Musa Cisse, eight rebounds, seven points per game. Um, he's like Flo Thamba that gets rebounds. So that's have Musa you watched Cisse. him shoot free throws? It's not good. No, very good defense though. Very good defense. His free throw percentage is like fifty-two percent. So that have you watched him play on-ball defense? Problem. No. Yes. N- yes. You don't like it? Can't really switch well. No. No. Uh, number three, Jalen Tyson, wing out of Texas Tech, eleven points Dude. per game, six rebounds. One of the best freshmen in the Big Twelve last season. Mark Adams no longer exists at Tech. Um, I <laughs> mean right that. There. I, everybody in the Big 12 just seems to be trading coaches and players every other day. So why yeah. not? Insider trading. Um, yeah, no, I want I want him bad. I know he listens to this pod too. Do it for me, please. Please come to Waco. No, he. I mean, he is such a good like combo wing to where you have to respect his shot so much that he can blow by you on almost any possession. And then as soon as you take a few steps back, he can knock down the jumper. He would be, if Jalen comes back and we get him, it would be, he would be such a good fit. Are you still sitting at 50-50 on Jalen coming back now a week after that announcement? Yeah, yesterday he was in Portland at the Trailblazers facility. I'm telling you, I don't think he's coming back. And look, it's not its not even like I'm saying, oh, Jalen told, like, follow Jalen Bridges on Instagram. You will see what he's doing, and it's pursuing an NBA career. I don't um, think he's coming back, man. Which, for, for the record, for the record, that is also what Matthew Meyer did two years ago that is also what jerry yeah. butler did like uh, like the g- going through the nba draft process is meeting with the nba teams it's not just like i'm gonna work out and get some feedback it's like you're gonna fly around and do this stuff yeah. so i don't know i know i know i know for a fact that jalen was one of the guys that was the most bought in last year mm. so maybe he comes back i hope i talked to him recently he's a good dude man number four you might never heard this guy trey white Wing, wing from USC, nine points, five rebounds, and assists. Native of Dallas. I'm automatically out on any Pac-12 player. Native of Dallas. Average nine and five, 27 minutes per night, six foot seven at USC. Um, he is not much of a shooter, but a lot of untapped potential and would play a good wing spot. Dude, Again, any work- untapped potential is just like uh the yeah. entire like the name of the game for next year's roster well i mean for incoming freshmen i guess i don't i don't want that like kid's young he was i don't know i don't know anything about him i don't never heard of him i'm out like next year's roster if i could describe it one phrase is untapped potential yeah like, high boys, ceiling these guys got a lot of potential yeah, um, high ceiling. only again five returners next season did you know i don't know if you listened to the show the other day i was looking and like numbers zero through 12 on the roster last season it's like nine guys that wore mm-hmm. numbers in that range all of them are gone yeah i listened to that that was a fun stat every single one of them were like all right we're out yeah crazy how many players are gone from last year's team um last one here Sh- chendall chendall i'll go chendall weaver point guard ut arlington nine and a half points five rebounds two assists or would be like your your Dale Bonner, not to say Dale. I wouldn't consider Dale Bonner to be a point guard, but he's the Dale Bonner is like, okay, guy's good at a small school. Won't be a huge key contributor next season, but could end up being solid. 
um, has visited AM and Texas so far from Mansfield. So also Mac fresh or whack freshman of the year. Yeah, and, I actually, I actually am familiar with, <laughs> I am familiar with your game and oh. you know, opposite Shaq meme. Um, I, I actually think he would be a cool fit. Um, I mean, obviously can handle the ball. It's basically insurance in case Miro is not ready. D'Antoine didn't develop because those are really our two primary ball handlers going into the season. Um, like, well, so be nice. Let's say ba- so. Baylor's got nine guys now. Yeah, I mean, so we can play the name game in the last segment. It's pretty good. Baylor's like, got the name nine game guys is not bad that can play. Let's do it here. Well, so those are our five guys. The five guys that Baylor should target or needs to target or has targeted. If Baylor gets, if Baylor gets two of those five. I'm feeling good. Even one. You're saying even one. I'll take one. Need a wing. I don't like guards. I think we're going to be okay. Either an elite guard, really elite guard, or just give me like a serviceable. We wing. still don't know what the hell Langston's going to be. Like we saw or, so much. Or good Caleb stuff. Loner. Like we know. Yeah, I, sure. I hope we don't know what Caleb Loner is going to be. I hope he reinvents himself. This, I I'm hope he's still singing old. the same song that the high school version, the like overtime YouTube video, Caleb Lohner is in there and BYU screwed him by making him play the five and one full off season. And he's there. I still yeah. think that's a possibility. All right. Sorry. The name game. Let's do it. Dantuan Grimes. Good. Miro Little. Good. Langston Love. Good. This is, is this like a starting lineup so far? Just is, rotation guys. Guys who start- Guys who will play minutes. Miro Little, Langston Love, Jacoby Walter, um, Jaden Nunn, Josh Ojanwuna, Jonathan Chamo Chachua. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Josh Ojanwuna. Miro. Miro Little and Eves Missy. That's, That's your nine. nine. Ten if Jalen comes back. If Jalen comes back, I really, really like that ten. I yeah, really, I mean, it's either really Jalen like comes back or we get an impact wing, and it's like, okay, that's a good 10. But, I mean, and now we're but now we're back in the same, like, cycle that we were in last year. I mean, when we did the, the guy off, and it was just like, we have these 10 guys, like, and then we didn't know. Great, so, whatever. But, yes. Well, I, and last year's team went 0-3 in Big 12 play and lost in the first weekend. Guess what, Brandon? Call it right now. I've said this before in the last month. Next year's Baylor basketball team is probably a first weekend exit. Five returning guys, man. Like the the current nine guys. There are nine playable players. Make somebody make me I mean, case. I mean, most most teams don't have nine guys. Yeah, but Baylor's Did UConn also, have nine guys this year. Oh, oh, like nine contributors. Yeah, they probably had just about eight. They probably had eight or eight or nine, nine that could like get out there and do something serviceable. Yeah. So I mean, uh, but I'm saying we, Baylor doesn't have Baylor doesn't have enough serviceable serviceable players to scrimmage to do a five on five. I don't. Caleb <sighs> is serviceable to scrimmage. I don't like that. Is Caleb? Does he make ten? Yeah, that's ten. Eleven if, if Jalen comes back. Sorry, I forgot Caleb there. I feel like we're forgetting someone else. Uh-uh. There's no way. Oh, there's that one kid that signed as a walk-on. Did you Who? see that? No. Yeah. Some kid signed as a walk-on. We could talk about it more, but, like, I... The Where company, did he sign from? 
great question. Siberia? I have no idea. Oh, is he European or are you just like... Oh, no, I actually actually don't know. I actually don't know. Like, I... It came across so-and-so name signs with Baylor as a walk-on. All right, I mean, sweet. The company, the company pays me to talk about scholarship players. Unless he becomes a Freddie Gillespie, which is possible, I did not do a show, so sorry, on Austin Sachs and what he brought to the program. So, Oh, he, wait. Austin was there last year? Or are you I saying know, there's another? I'm oh, saying okay, I okay. didn't. Sorry. Like, sorry. When Austin Sachs came aboard, got it wasn't like, got it. all got right, it. Got it. Got it. Got time it. to break That's this one I'm, down. I'm tracking. So, I mean, I guess, so, I mean, I maybe I'm optimistic. I feel better about that nine. I don't know. Like, Do you think that's a nine that gets out of the first weekend right now? Kind of. I think Jacoby's going to be better than Keontae was. Will he be a team player? Do you promise? I don't think Keontae wasn't a team player. No, I would agree with you. I would agree. I would. I think Keontae loved I think, Baylor. I think J- Jacoby, yeah, Keontae loved Baylor. Um, I think but Jacoby's. Keontae also took a lot of bad shots. Well, there was also. He there, was yeah. very much volume shooting. Yeah. I mean, dude, I did. So I did like a post mortem on last year's team and I rewatched a bunch of games that we lost just because I love pain. And there was like a lot of like really stagnant offensive possessions where like Keontae just had the ball in his hand with five seconds and he's like, oh shit and shot the ball yeah oh bleep sorry excuse me you can (laughs) you can redact that sorry kids but no i i do think jacoby's defense gives him a higher ceiling from a freshman standpoint and his offensive game absolutely exploded in in geico nationals against the highest level of competition so i think jacoby's going to be a better player than Keontae and play his way into the lottery next year boom and get us out of the first weekend before we get you out of here, Brandon. But Eve's Missy reclassified. That's why we're here. Eve's Missy reclassified. Eve's Macy. Most heartbreaking, worst Baylor basketball loss of all time. Go. I mean, probably Duke. Yeah. Yeah. Like the Duke Elite Eight game. Yep. 2012. Yeah, my buddy, my buddy saw Nolan Smith. Twenty ten. Twenty ten. I think it was 08. Look, I became a Baylor fan in 2013 when I graduated from high school. And I came to Baylor. I'm not gonna be like I'm this decade long or like multiple generation Baylor fan. But where I'm going with this Duke thing, my buddy ran into Nolan Smith um at the Barstool event at the Final Four in Houston. No okay. free ads redacted. Um, and 2010 and Nolan Smith, he asked him about that game and he was like, and also when I interviewed Tweedy at the beginning of last year, he also said that game was brutal. And like, they thought they could have beat them and thought they were better. Nolan Smith told my buddy Baylor was better than us. That was the hardest team we played. Baylor was the second best team in the country that year because Duke went on to win the Natty. So I think Duke probably goes down as the most heartbreaking loss but in my time as a Baylor fan that Georgia that Georgia State game was a real pain <laughs> like that really sucked when uh RJ Hunter's dad fell out of his also, wheelchair thing also RJ Hunter fell off his stool that one wasn't fun I really didn't enjoy 
UNC in the tournament last year because like everything came back and they were like, yeah, we're going to do this. And then we didn't. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) There's just a lot of football ones and basketball only has a handful, which is a good thing. Which is good. But yep, exactly. That is Brandon McKenna from our Daily Bears. I'm Drake Toll from Stuff. If you like today's show, come back tomorrow because Big Game Boomer is going to be here. Let's also just be positive. Baylorman's basketball trajectory turned around. Come back Eve's tomorrow. Eve's Missy, Eve's baby. Missy. I like it. I'm, I'm getting him an NIL deal with Eve St. Laurent. For all you high fashion folks out there, it's going to happen. Eve's hit my line. My DMs have never been more open or less open. Um, it's going to be great. Uh, thank you for making Locked On Daily your first listen every single day. This has been and always will be Locked On Spiders. Baylor!